The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Check, check. Good morning! <laughs> Welcome back. Oh, get Otani off my screen. The uh, cyborg, is that what you call him? AI? I do believe he's here to destroy all of us, yes. Um, He's great. I hate the speculation around him already. Like, oh, well, we're out of contention. We'll just trade him. We got to move him. I, know, yeah, I, mean, I, I went on that rant yesterday. That's your fault as a GM and as an organization. If you can't put a team around him and Mike Trout, it's your fault. It's And I understand it's more difficult to do it in baseball than any other sport because yes. you have to fill in. I, I guess it is, I should say, because. Well, typically, like, he would be considered a franchise quarterback. Yes. He's Patrick Mahomes. Yes. So, yes, there's the, LeBron there, in baseball. There isn't the equivalent of a quarterback to where it makes everything just kind of fall into place all over the field for you. It, baseball, it doesn't. Nec- it can impact the other batters, the other seven batters. Whenever you have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, but if you don't draft well, if you don't sign uh, minor leaguers well, you don't do well in free agency. Uh, you don't evaluate well, don't develop talent well, all those things, it doesn't matter in baseball because, I mean, that's kind of what it is that's made the difference for franchises like the Dodgers and mm-hmm. the Astros here the last eight years. Is Yeah, they've done well as far as drafting and evaluating talent, but they've also done a good job of bringing in free agents, supplementing those guys, and not even just big-time free agents and trades like uh, Houston bringing in Justin Verlander or uh, something right. like that. Right. It's bringing in some of your bench guys that you're able to kind of supplement. those. So, yeah, the Angels are, have nobody to blame but themselves in all this situation. But uh, as a uh, Cubs fan, that uh, there's been a lot of speculation because one of his – Best friends in life, supposedly, is uh, Seiya Suzuki, who's in the Cubs outfield right now. Very okay with him uh, hitting free agency. I just assume he's going to go to the Dodgers. I mean, that's my assumption, too. The the Dodgers are the Yankees, like you said yesterday. The Yankees, maybe, yeah. Yeah, the Yankees, and then the Red Sox would be kind of a distant third there as well. So, we'll see. You're saying the Rangers don't have a chance. uh, Well... You know, there's always a chance because uh, nobody 
predicted that A-Rod would end up with the Rangers. That's Nobody right. would have uh, predicted that Jacob deGrom ended up with the Rangers. But I'm not sure they have any money left. They've spent close to a billion dollars in the last uh, couple of years. Yeah. So uh, Between him. But, hey, the, the thing is, aside from deGrom, the spending that they've done these last two years, that's it's kind of out. What, what we've talked about. Eovaldi, uh, John Gray, Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, all those guys have – Produced for them, right? Especially this season. So no, that's right. That's right. Um, this is kind of a short in the news. The Boston Celtics, Wizards, Memphis pulled off a deal last night. Probably after most of you went to bed, there was a uh, different deal on the table that had fallen through, and it didn't look like Porzingis was going to get moved before he was able to opt out. But somehow, in like an hour, they got this deal done. So Kristaps uh, Porzingis is on to Boston. And he opted in on that deal once he found out this was complete. So he will be there for that one-year deal. Marcus Smart is going from Boston to Memphis. And the um, Wizards get uh, Tyus Jones in that deal. Several picks are involved, too. I love to. Several picks are involved in this deal. Those were the three main names and where they were going. And then several draft picks were involved in it. And then it says uh, the Celtics are also sending Danilo Gallinari and uh, Mike Muscala to, to Washington. It seems like those two guys' names are in every deal in every NBA trade. Oh, I know. It's like uh, they're just throw-in pieces. Yeah. They've played in every team uh, for every team in the league, and now they're circling back through. They're going to play for them again. Like it's so. almost like it's a background noise, like <laughs> movie conversation about sports. And today, uh, Danilo Gallinari and uh, Mike Muscala, yeah, uh, they are traded again. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say here how many times those both those guys have been moved, but it does seem like it's been about fifteen, twenty. And times. I'm sure it probably sticks out a lot more considering how many deals they were in, involved with with the Thunder. Sure, so, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, uh, Chris Middleton. Declined his $40 million player option he had left. I'm not sure about that. Of the guy coming off of injury and that had missed a significant amount of time since, what, the 22 playoffs or whenever it was that he went out during yeah. that playoff series and was hurt. I mean, unless you're just looking for 32, a different... 33 years old. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that it can be there is that you're wanting to be on a more competitive team I guess it, I mean it, it says here it may be a restructuring thing that he may stay with Milwaukee and restructure yeah. maybe it's something that he restructures to help them in signing other guys we'll see but that's a lot of money to opt out of at 32 years old when you've had yeah, injury which, issues I mean so. they they've been talking quite a bit about um Draymond Green recently as far as what he's going to do and maybe it's a situation for Middleton as well to where he takes a deal from the Bucks, in particular, to where he takes less in the short term right. this next year, but gets more overall than he would have over like a three or four year span. So yeah. maybe it's something like that to where it's friendly to both sides, and to where if he gets healthy and the Bucks somehow fall out of content contention, even with Giannis on the squad still, um, are able to flip him, and he's still a valuable asset to somebody. Obviously, this is all a lot of this you know surrounding the NBA uh draft also that happens tonight keep an eye on you know what some of these teams do there there's expected to perhaps be a lot of trading up and down and maybe some names involved obviously Porzingis was a big name that was out there that you knew there was deals trying to be made and they finally made that deal 
Uh, Zion is another name that's out there. Um, that whole Zion thing with the tape and all that and the girl threatening the, the organization and they're like, what do we care if you release a tape of you and him together? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> that whole thing is just weird. And the the fact that they're coming out and, and saying that Zion has no relationship with anybody within the organization. Mm-hmm. No players, no coaches, no upper management, uh, you know, GM. That's all just weird. The whole Zion thing. And I, I said when Zion was coming out of Duke, I thought he would get too big. He would have injury situations. A lot of that's played out. I didn't think that he would just be this aloof dude that, like, just doesn't care, it seems like. And maybe that's because he was drafted by New Orleans and he just mentally shut it down as a, you know, rookie and going forward, you know, into his career. But, like, why would you trade for him at this point? Well, I I mean, the only thing that I mean, there's elite talent. I got it. it, But that's the only reason that you would, if you had somebody that. It just seems like trouble with everything, like, just a headache. Yeah. The only reason you could possibly want to, aside from the talent, you know the talent's there as far as what it is he's capable of, from what it is that he did in high school, his meteoric rise before he ended up at Duke, the one season he did have at Duke, how incredible he was there, how versatile of a player, how athletic he was. And you know you have some type of inside information on – you know, Zion's got this going on with the organization. He just hasn't uh, been able to just make it click with New Orleans. Mm-hmm. If he gets to a better location, if he gets to maybe a bigger name location, like this is just me speculating, but like uh, Chicago Bulls or a New York Knicks or somebody like that that's a bigger city, he might uh, begin to blossom, be a little bit, flourish a little bit more. I, it's just far-fetched for me as a – NBA GM to kind of take that gamble, especially if you're a contender for a guy that just has not competed on a consistent level at all since he's been in the NBA. No, not at all. Not at all. So we'll see if he's moved today. The word is they're wanting to move him by the draft tonight. There's a lot of names floating out there that could potentially be moved tonight. Paul George's name has popped up in a lot of situations that the Clippers look like they're trying to decide whether they're going to blow this thing up with him and Kawhi, and uh, apparently Portland's Which, like really interested in teaming him with Damian Lillard, and then the pick that they have tonight, high in the draft, you know, with whoever they get. So. Which, why, if you're the Clippers, why is it even a debate? Why would I, you keep it together? I don't know. Well, they, they, neither one can stay healthy. It's a Zion situation as far as, they, they, those two guys care and obviously and, have won at a higher level than yeah, Zion and has. especially but Kawhi Leonard. I'm just talking, you know, injury-wise and just, the, it just hasn't seemed to work out. So, no, I'm with you. I, I would probably move him. Trey Young's name's being floated out there a lot. The Lakers apparently have a lot of interest in Trey Young and want to bring him on board. Honestly... Like, I don't know if they've got the parts to make a deal, but is that? Am I the only person that, whenever I saw that news with Trey being speculated and LA having a lot of interest, just looking at it and saying, "You know what? That just kind of makes sense." As far as just name identity and Trey Young, like that just kind of. Oh no! Sense it seems like a spot for him. Yeah, yeah. it seems like it he, is. He's Showtime. I mean, is, he's he's yeah. that type of player offensively. Yeah. So it is kind of funny hearing about the. Disrest that was in the Sooner locker room, supposedly, uh, whenever Trey was here at the end of uh, his one season and him being paired with Austin Reeves again, too. 
though. Oh, I hadn't even the, thought about that. Yeah. 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 And Austin emerging as yeah. a uh, yeah. Uh, really a star for him over the last uh, season. So Absolutely. I, I thought about that. And a non-related in the news, obviously this morning, the um, search for the Titanic submarine still going on. Oxygen expected to run out sometime this morning. They say that there's a window there of about three hours that could go either way, but just horrible that they haven't been able to find this yet. Yeah. To know that you're under that type of time limit that, you know, well, could already be up for them. I mean, you just don't yeah, know because that window's there. And like I said, that that could have gone three hours, you know, yeah. to four this morning or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the other sad part about it is, is that there's been a lot of like people that are doctors of uh, physics and. Uh, engineers and all these people that are like, you know, there's there's probably a good chance that even like, yes, this is the time period as far as oxygen uh, surviving for them, but there's a very good chance that the depths that they are have been for as long as they have that it's possibly already collapsed on itself. Even if right, like right. the oxygen were still available, that it's possible that the the fear of the worst is already a reality. Unfortunately, it's a, it's a scary, sad situation and. You know, be great if they find them and they're alive and yeah. and they've survived. And it's just, it's amazing that you've done something like this and they've done it for what three years now. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's just vanished. That it's, that you can't find this thing and that it could just be floating in the ocean somewhere, mm-hmm. like they're saying, and they just haven't found it yet. But yeah, and the terrifying part is that they can't open it up from the inside. Inside, that's open. another thing too. If it's floated to the surface, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. Gosh. It's it's incre- the deep ocean and deep space. No, thank you. You want no part of it? No, no. I don't either. I don't have that that fascination that some of these people do, and that if they have the money, obviously, and are willing to pay uh, extreme amounts of money to go into space, or in this case, it was what two hundred fifty thousand to yeah. to go on this sub. I just even if I had that money, I just yeah, I'm with you. I don't really have that desire, so. Yeah. Um, mm, terrible situation. So hopefully we get good news here. We probably need it before the show ended this morning. Um, obviously the search will continue beyond that, but you know, like I said, they're they're racing against time here. So hopefully they they find something. They, they're hearing the noises, you know, but they don't know if it's from the sub or not. They're like we can't identify what the noises yeah, are from. Just on just, sonar. Or, yeah, yeah. So mm. it could be something completely unrelated to this. All right, we'll take a timeout. TJ and Drake with you. T-Row in the morning show, 651-3439. That's the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line, 405-329-9000 if you want to hop in on the show. We're back after this for Toby on the T-Row in the morning show. Stream at home. Shop the latest ref gear. Read the latest issues of Boyd Street or 19th Street Magazine. And listen to the podcast for your favorite ref shows. Just visit the all-new KREF.com website. Black Thunder Roofing brings you this second hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show here on this Thursday morning. Drake and TJ with you. McRiddle and Turkey Bacon. T-Row is on his way up to 
I'm running out of lists now. <laughs> <laughs> On his way up to Mount Vernon. You didn't think that one out. Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, Black Thunder Roofing, like I said, brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Black Thunder Roofing is a top-rated home advisor elite service award winner and recipients of, mul- recipients of multiple NG Superior Service Awards. They can do it all. They are your one-stop shopping for a contractor in the Oklahoma City metro area. Uh, if you had any hail damage here the last couple weeks, uh, Black Thunder Roofing is the place to call. They do free inspections and estimates as well. Locally operated in Norman and Edmond, Black Thunder Roofing serves OKC Metro, Purcell, Noble, Blanchard, as well as Yukon, Bethany, Mustang, and Piedmont. Visit BlackThunderRoofing.com or call them at 405-473-8028 for your free estimate today. Knepplemeyer Chevrolet text line, TJ. Uh, look years for baseball, not football. Skip is a baseball coach. I, did we say football? Did I say football on accident? I don't think so. Uh, yeah, it's definitely baseball. Yeah. I, and maybe because I said Tatum, but he's a two-sport guy. That's yeah. why I said I don't think it's that because yeah. normally he puts looky here times two yeah, or two-sport two you. Sport you or however he puts it. So that's why yeah. I said that. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sugar Shane in Newcastle. Imagine naming your team the Angels. Angels. The Los Angeles Angels. Yeah. Uh, how about the time uh, period of time where they were the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim? Even yeah, that better. was a mouthful. Mm-hmm. That was a mouthful. Uh, Go back to being the California Angels. Yeah. Uh, that's back whenever, you know, the the glory days of Angels in the outfield, all that. That's right. I mean, uh, Zion is Greg Oden 2.0, complete bust. Uh, he's – so it's a little bit different with Greg Oden. Like, Greg Oden, obviously, complete bust because he didn't pan out because of injury concerns. But he cared. He cared and – like, it was – you knew pretty early on that he was never going to have an NBA career. Right. You still don't know that was Zion. Zion could pan out, or he could continue to be a complete bust. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time to where a guy has kind of meandered through his first few years with huge potential, has a change of scenery, has a different head coach, different front office, what have you, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden something just sparks. So, right. I mean – I don't know. He doesn't know. It's he probably will be a complete bust if he uh, continues his current trajectory. Obviously, but there's going to be a front office. There's going to be a GM that's going to take a roll of the dice on Zion just because of the huge potential and saying every single GM in every major sports league has the idea of I'm smarter than everybody else in this league. I can make this work for this guy. Right. There's at least a handful of GMs that are like, we can make it work with him. With the talents there, we'll make it work. So we'll fix it. We'll fix it. Yep. Um I hope that Toby enjoys his trip to Brazil. That's from Camo Sooner. Well, we we know that Toby doesn't like to do This is Brazil. He does not make multiple trips to Brazil each year. He's already been there. Earlier this year for Carnival in February, so. Uh, wow, is that a yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you never heard of Carnival? Uh, yeah, I have. Okay, okay. <laughs> Just wasn't expecting you to throw yeah. it out there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, serious question for TJ, since he is a music aficionado. Oh, I am a music aficionado. 
What's the deal with this jelly roll dude that is suddenly <laughs> all over Facebook? All over Facebook? I think he's all over the uh, musical world. Uh, he is a uh, rock rap guy that has been around a while. Actually put out several albums. Put out a song that was originally on a rock album into country music and it transitioned and it became his first number one hit and uh, now he's putting out country music that still has a rock edge and a oh there even is still some hip hop uh, in it a little bit on this new album that he has mm-hmm. out but um, he's a guy that uh, in prison time when he was young straightened out his life in prison said um, a prison guard Think the story. I think I'm getting the story right. So he went to prison. I want to say for armed robbery or something like that. Armed robbery, drugs, maybe a lot, all related. Went to prison. Before he went to prison, had gotten someone pregnant. He said a guard came up to him in his cell, walking by as if it was a normal, like to say, how are you? Or, you know, mm-hmm. sunny outside said, uh, you've got a daughter. And just kept walking. And he said, that's how I found out I had a kid. And he goes, the way that he said it to me, the lack of care, he said, I turned my life around right there. I dedicated myself to turning my life around. And, you know, he got out of prison. He went into music. And now he's a he's exploded in the last year or so. What a redemption story. Uh, Good for him. He's uh, he works with a lot of charities now, works with a lot of uh, underprivileged youth and stuff trying to keep them from going down the path that he did. And so he's turned his life around and done great things. So that's where he's at right now. That's the jelly roll dude. Uh, Does not look like your typical country artist. Big, heavy dude with tats on his face. So (laughs) does not look like Garth Brooks. (laughs) uh, (laughs) No, not at all. Closer to Post Malone than uh, Garth Brooks. Uh, last one here on the Knuffmeyer Chevrolet text line for right now. Greg Oden was done as soon as he got that social security check. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it you was, drafted a seventy-four-year-old. It it seemed like it was in summer league that he had to have that micro fracture knee surgery. Right? Oh, it was like he yeah he walked off the uh, draft to stage. Podium, and, yeah, yeah, something was wrong. Yeah, so. Yeah, he's like you said, he was unfortunate because he did care. He did have that drive. He kept mm-hmm. trying to come back from injury, and then his size and his body, it was just one of those things that that's why I'm worried about this Victor Wamayama uh, kid, or however you say his last name. I never can say his last name. <laughs> he is so freakishly tall yeah. and skinny and frail. I realize he does amazing things right now. My question is. Is he a, are his legs going to hold up or his knees going to hold up? If he starts putting weight on the frame and the body and stuff, does that affect him? They're they're saying that in the last month or two, he's grown more. And he's like 7'5", seven, 7'6", seven, now. And they don't think he's done. They think he's going to grow another two or three inches, perhaps. Like, I don't see how he stays healthy throughout his career is what I'm saying. He may be this once-in-a-lifetime talent. I just don't see him staying healthy. Plus, he's freaky, okay? All right? He freaks me out. <laughs> it's, it, it is so, like, so foreign to me thinking about somebody being 
that that over, tall, that tall, and being like, "Oh yeah, he, he could grow a couple more inches <laughs> well, too." Ridiculous. By the end of it, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, I'm at five seven, have completely. <laughs> You're peaked. done. You're yeah, done. <laughs> completely peaked. We're just gonna go down. From You're here only on shrinking out. from yeah. here. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty well documented in the NBA. Even players that have great success that are bigs in the NBA have been bigs in the NBA that eventually that lower body just starts to break down on them. I mean, the first one that comes to mind is Shaq. Uh And now Shaq is a prime example of a guy almost like Zion to where did not keep himself in shape the second half of his career. And that's part of the reason why he broke it. That's kind of why it is that the Lakers broke up between him and Kobe at the end of the run, because Kobe kind of saw him lose that edge. And that was a big kind of tension between those two because Kobe was still mentally there and had that competitive drive every day. Now, Yao Ming's another one that comes to mind too, that whenever he came into the NBA, Mm -hmm. there was a three to five year span to where he was, I don't want to say he was dominant, but he was somebody that looked like, okay, he, he was an elite player. He was an elite player. He was a big that was able to stretch the floor at the time. Uh, and it was completely unprecedented. Well, what happened with him? He started to get foot injuries, and that's he just never could recover. So, yeah, that's always a concern with the big. But then you also have guys like Tim Duncan that was a seven-footer, was the first overall pick for the Spurs, and never broke down over the course of his entire career as far as that's true. what it is it that those guys did. So it works both ways. I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is another one. So – it, it just varies person to person, and the other viewpoint that you have to have from it is that medical technology and rehab technology and all this stuff has progressed so much that that's a huge advantage that uh, Victor Ovignano has on like moving forward as well. So My thing is, too, with him, it's the spurs. Yeah. And it's like, you can't hit three times, right? You've you got think. to eventually bust on one of them, you, right? You would think. Man. You got David Robinson. You got uh, Tim Duncan. Home runs. Yeah. Now you're sitting here with what a, maybe the, the greatest draft prospect in the history of the league, and it lands on you again. Yeah. What so. a great percentage. What's that? The last, like, 34 years, every time that you've had a first overall pick, it's been a – Hall of Famer up till this point. So well, and there's organizations out there that have been terrible for years and can't get that number one yeah. pick. Think, so. think about all the first <laughs> overall picks that the Cavs have had, for instance, and really only two have hit. Yeah, Kyrie Irving and uh, LeBron James. Right. So yeah, so we'll see if he holds up. How do we get off and spin off into Oh Greg Oden? I was like, yeah, him holding that baseball the other night is things. Uh, uh, horror movies are made of for me, okay? <laughs> just Grim Reaper, just creepy. Looks like you and I holding a ping pong ball. <laughs> like a, a marble. Forget a ping pong ball, a marble. Goodness gracious. All right, we'll take the time out. TJ and Drake, it's the T-Row in the morning show. This hour brought to you by Black Thunder Roofing. Black, uh, back after this. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. T-Row in the morning show. 
TJ and Drake with you. John's upset with us this morning because we've mentioned the NBA. The draft is tonight. By the way, it, it, calm down. What are you, what are you doing getting Obinyana as the uh, pronunciation in my head for Webinyama? What, 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 <laughs> now I can't even say it. Yeah. Victor. Thanks He's calling Victor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what is it that uh, – uh, Calm down, Victor. What is it that uh, Toby had called Victor Walker or uh, Big Vic energy? <laughs> yeah. <on the> air? <laughs> That's Big Vic energy. (laughs) Immediately, whenever he said that live in a game, Kevin Henry and myself look at each other and just uh, drop our heads immediately. Because what can you do aside from laugh after that? All right, so I'm going to transition from the NBA since John's upset. I'm now going to the world of bowling. Here we go. Stephen F. Austin, what the world's going on with this situation? Now, this is a TJ at 10 This story. was a TJ at 10 story back when there was a TJ at 10 uh, show. I had this sent to me by uh, two or three people yesterday like, hey, I know Toby's out tomorrow uh, and would probably never bring up this story. <laughs> so here you go. And I'm like, oh, I'm already all over it. I've already seen this thing. So Stephen F. Austin apparently has a really good bowling team. And... Uh, <laughs> Their coach, Amber Lemke, hired her husband, uh, Steve, to be an assistant coach. He had been helping out with the team as a volunteer, uh, working with the girls, and had an opening. She hired him as a full-time assistant. (laughs) The guy then goes on to have a consensual uh, affair with one of the uh, bowlers on his team. Oh, my. To which his wife, the head coach, finds out by finding a text message on his phone. So the, what, what? what's the age group of these? College. College. Uh, okay. So he's yeah, in his yeah, 30s. College, college, college. I can't remember exactly. I saw yesterday their ages, him and his yeah. wife. They're in their 30s. Mm. Obviously, they're college-age girls in yeah. their tw- early 20s. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... I don't know why it is I heard, like, high school at first. I was like, He's let go for gracious. ethical reasons, you yeah. know, uh, obviously. Ethical reasons. Sorry. So he's let go, and he's as I've seen it compared to in many articles. He goes full Kenny Powers. Oh no! This would not have made a story outside of hey, this guy's a dirt bag. He got fired. Uh, that's it. Until he started giving quotes. So as I said, the wife caught him. Really over an innocent text. The text was actually from one of her players. And all it said was that he's an amazing guy. Well, it didn't sit well with her. And she said, "Mm, that text seems weird to me. I'm going to start digging into your phone. (laughs) Which, uh, probably there were red flags before that text message. I'm assuming. Here's what he said about the text message. It didn't have... Uh, anything in detail it was just about how amazing i am basically in general perspective amber saw that and questioned me i got to the point where it just built up so much i basically told her the truth after she dug through my phone after she dug through my phone (laughs) i was a stay-at-home dad for five years with the kids while Amber got to go off and coach the team. 
When she'd get back, I'd run the practices on top of taking care of the kids while she was back. When they'd travel again, I'd sit back and I would take care of the kids. Then when I got hired on, she almost forced me to run the practices. I was a volunteer the entire time before that, trying to help Amber out. Once I got hired on, one thing stemmed from another. I felt like I was doing too much and I wasn't being valued. Bada bing, bada bam. (laughs) (laughs) Here he goes into more. He keeps going. He doesn't stop. I knew it was kind of a (laughs) no-no. Kind of? (laughs) I knew it was kind of a no-no. But there's not a rule saying it can't happen. There's not a law saying that I'm going to jail for something like this. (laughs) There's nothing in stone. (laughs) I guess it's just code. Like we frown upon it. But there's no rule. There's no laws being broken. That's what I'm saying. It's like straight Kenny Powers. <laughs> there's so many rules that you're breaking there. Like, what is he even talking about? Like, it's... Okay. As far as being a university employee and having a relationship with a student, there are literal rules against that at every university. All that, bit, all bit set in stone. Is that, like, that, is that even for bowling teams? Yes. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I know this pressure directly. My wife was in the middle of getting her PhD when her daughters were born. For five years, I was more or less the stay-at-home dad because my wife was deep into finishing this doctorate. <laughs> I was also working a full-time job. I didn't get bitter. Also, my full-time job wasn't going bowling. (laughs) It's like now downplaying her job. (laughs) Okay, so I didn't get bitter, but I felt undervalued and uh, had an affair with somebody else. So, yeah, uh, kind of I was bitter. I'm sure when his kids get older, they're going to love to see how they were drawn into this of, hey, I was at home being a good dad taking care of these kids. What was I supposed to do? Not have an affair with a girl on the bowling team? I was basically Michael Keaton. I was forced into it by my wife, basically. Oh, goodness gracious. (laughs) This article didn't have the one about him being a... It was like... That's why I brought up the shoes this morning joking about it. And I should have tied it all together better. But uh, there, there was one in there. What? Can I help it if she was saying I was amazing? Look at what all I was doing as a stay-at-home dad. I was pretty amazing. It was, it was straight Kenny oh, Powers. <sighs> Goodness Oh, gracious. my gosh. Um, yeah, there are rules against it. Drake's right. There pretty much are, is everything is it probably in everything that he signed once he signed his assistant coaching contract. Yeah. Like, hey. Termination with cause. <laughs> Don't have affairs with your student athletes. Yeah. You were terminated because you had an affair with <laughs> one of your student athletes. Apparently, the bowling team is pretty good. Apparently, they win uh, you know, national titles and stuff. Apparently, Stephen wow. F. Austin is pretty legit bowling huh? squad. Hey, yeah. so, hey, how about that? Um, he was doing great things. What are they, the Lumberjacks? Is that right? Uh, yeah. I wonder if the bowling team is the Lumberjacks. It would make sense. I mean, they... Are the females Lumberjacks still? Lumberjills? 
That's a serious question. Yeah, right? I don't know. I would assume huh. so, but uh, we can find out. Lady Jumber- Lumberjacks? Yeah. Huh. Lady Jack. Anyway, I saw that. Uh, thank you to all of the, that sent that story yesterday, and assumed that Toby would not bring that story up. He might have. It's doubtful, but it was more of a TJ at ten story. <laughs> what? I didn't break any law. I'm not going to jail. He he might have brought it up in uh, <laughs> the, the news, but it would not have been a full segment like it just was just now. <laughs> The question is, after the quotes and stuff, too, is the uh, bowler still with him? There's still a relationship that's going on now. Uh, by the way, the, the marriage is done. Like, the, the wife has left him. You think? She, she's left him. So. You think? <laughs> his kids, are, Like I said, his kids are going to be proud in a few years when they're like, wait a minute, Dad, we Googled you. All these stories about you and another bowler with the bowling team at Stephen F. Austin came up. Way to go, Dad. All right, we'll take a timeout. Zero in the morning show. Back after this. Did you miss one of our shows? Don't beat yourself up, because we've made it easy for you to beat that Ref Army FOMO. Catch up on shows and interviews you might have missed with the Ref Podcast page. Just go to KREF.com and click on the podcast page. Or go check out your favorite podcast provider and search for KREF, the home of Sooner fans. Here for you 24-7, 365 at the KRF Podcast page. So final segment of Hour 2 of the T-Row in the Morning Show. T-Row on his way up to Martha's Vineyard this weekend. He'll be back Tuesday. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by the great people at Black Thunder Roofing. If you've had hail damage this spring, yeah, be sure to call the great people at Black Thunder Roofing. They are the top-rated Home Advisor Elite Service Award winner in the Oklahoma City area and recipients of multiple ANG Superior Service Awards. They're locally operated in Norman and Edmond. Black Thunder Roofing also services the OKC metro area south to Purcell, Noble, Blanchard, as well as Yukon, Mustang, Bethany, and Piedmont. Visit blackthunderroofing.com or call them at 405-473-8028 today for your free estimate. Uh, Meyer Chevrolet text line before you get back to the phone lines or to the phone lines for the first time today, TJ. Uh, male or female bowler? Yeah, that was uh, one Male coach, time. female bowlers. That's right. Yeah. The, well, the head coach was obviously his wife, so yes. she was female. The assistant was a male. Female bowling team, yeah. Uh, out of the 918, you know that bowling coach was coding friends, right? The one where Ross uh, dates his uh, college student. <laughs> basically. Basically. <laughs> How about this text? Uh, all I hear when Drake talks is Dan Aykroyd's character from Tommy Boy. Zelensky Auto Parts are for the American working man, because I'm an American working man. Or how's, how's that? Something like that. That's, uh, that's a movie I haven't watched in a long time. I need to watch that sometime. Um, I'm introducing lots of those style of movies to my son slowly. Yeah, I got to remember like what, why they're rated PG-13 or R, mm-hmm. and kind of uh, slowly introducing to some of them. He's almost a teenager now. Almost, yeah, yeah. No, the, he's watched some of them now, but I've got to remember. There's some innuendo stuff that I'm not ready for him for, so I've got to remember. Okay, what's in this movie? What's in that movie? He watched. Um, uh, Billy Madison for the first time the other day, <laughs> and when it first started. Like okay. like us, all of us knew Adam Sandler mm-hmm. and um, knew his quirkiness and his characters on Saturday Night Live and all that. So when this movie starts out and he's like, I know who are you? Ah, you know, all of us got it. My son was like, 
What, what is, is he doing? <laughs> this is so dumb. And then he gets in the uh, you know the fight with the shampoo and the conditioner, and then it was on. Uh, he lo- he yeah. loved it. So <laughs> let that, let's hold the text. Let's get Sean in here before we run out of time because we yeah. got uh, Coach Hibble on the other side of the uh, top of the hour break. What's going on, Sean? Well, good morning to you both. And your kid is in Norman Public Schools Middle School. He's he's seen much worse. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Trust and me, been I, know. Exposed I, to much I still worse. try to protect him from that, even though I know better than some of it. So. Also, still good parents. He's also a late kid. He knows every word there is, so uh, it's not yeah. the words I'm protecting him from anymore. Also, so. the internet exists, too. So. <laughs> right, right. Real, real quick, uh, I love this story because I hope it grows what is hands down my favorite sport. If you you do love if, college bowling. I will uh, admit, long before this story, you loved college bowling. So, If you haven't been exposed to college bowling, folks, <laughs> give it a watch. <laughs> It is the greatest televised sport in America today. The coaches dress like Big Earn and Munson. The the announcers are pepper and cotton. I mean, the seriousness with which they cover the event, it is awesome. I mean, I'm I'm more impressed that he was – what was his wife making for him to be a stay-at-home dad as a bowling coach? That is a good Boston? question. Yeah, I no idea. But I will give you the last one I watched. I will encapsulate collegiate bowling. There's a woman on the the crowd shots are fantastic. Uh, and and if you don't know, Stephen F. Austin is really good. So is Wichita State and like Nebraska. So it's kind of who you would think. Right. And but they pan the crowd, and there's I don't know if it was a mom or a coach's wife or maybe a player's wife. I don't know. But her head hung low. The and she didn't ever watch the event. The pressure was so hard on her and there's these two little kids probably like first second grade forced to sit through this sitting by her i felt so bad for them because they could care less <laughs> but it made for riveting television as they would try to escape and without lifting her head she would have to snatch them back into their seat i, I but it is the greatest television it's so funny and it's it'll it'll drag you in and not let you go and i'm just like Oh, I'm glad this is it's getting the exposure now. No this, pun intended. This sounds like a Netflix series waiting to be oh, had, uh, made, you know. So. It is a 30 for a 30. Anyway, yeah. uh, hey, I hope Toby has fun at the Bunny Ranch. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> see ya. That's one, that's one we hadn't come up with yet. Don't think that's where he's at. I don't think so. That's not what he told us, but. <laughs> We're supposed to keep it quiet, Sean. Uh, Ryan Hibble joins us on the other side. Continue with your text as well. <laughs> TJ and Drake in for Toby. It's the T-Row in the morning show. From the gridiron to the hardwood to the diamond, no one covers the Sooners like we do. If it's Sooner Sports, we have you covered 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. This is the home of Sooner fans. You're listening to the home of Sooner fans, KREF, Norman, Oklahoma, and streaming live on the KREF app.